0: What is going on? This is episode 210 of the Nintendo PowerCast. I'm your host, N64Josh, and on this NPC Mini, I got a player too, Casey from Talk Nintendo. What's
1: going on, man? Hey, man. uh, It's uh, not going too bad. A pleasure to be here. Yeah,
0: so glad to have you So glad to have you Guys, that music you just heard is from On Being Human Check them out on Spotify and YouTube They're good dudes They also have really funny podcasts If you want to check it out I don't even know if they still do it, but they did The only thing <laughs> is they would do snack reviews during the show So they're just crunching on crackers
1: The entire mm. podcast And you're Qu- like Quality podcast. This is, right? just, is not a, a, yeah. yeah
0: They're like, man, these these bacon Cheez-Its are the best So <laughs>
1: the,
0: the, Yeah, <laughs> there you go There you go uh, Remember, this is an unofficial Nintendo podcast and if you'd like to get yourself a free book from Audible, head on over to audibletrial.com slash NPC. Pick up something awesome like Blood, Sweat & Pixels or Ready Player One. The chair I'm sitting in is from OPC. If you go to N64josh.com slash seat, you automatically save $10 at checkout. I love these gaming chairs, guys. I highly, highly recommend. I also use the desk. It's good stuff. So check it out. N64josh.com slash OPC. And... Last but not least, if you'd like to pick up my book, Another Castle, is available on Kindle and as a paperback with the new updated cover. You can head on over to n 64 joshcom slash Another Castle, and if you sign up for Kindle Unlimited, you can actually read the book for free. So there you go, go go check it out there. With that, we're gonna get to the announcements.
1: Hey, listen.
0: Well, I have some bad news, guys. Bad news if you were hoping I was gonna be uh, playing. Mario Kart this weekend with you because it turns out I'm actually going to be heading to a, the cabin in the woods again. So I'm leaving right after this show. So I won't be Ooh. here for late night Mario Kart, and I won't be here for the tournament. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think we're coming back Sunday, so maybe a Sunday stream and definitely a Monday stream. So, uh, so we will see you guys then. But uh, yeah, stay tuned to n64josh.com and to my YouTube channel because. There is going to be a slew of Mario Maker content coming your way starting this weekend. And if you guys missed it on N64josh.com already is a uh, some tips for designing levels, because I know a lot of you have told me that you uh, don't feel like you're creative. And so that's what I am uh, that's that's what I'm focusing on. Is like how to create these, not necessarily like oh put this block here, that kind of stuff, but just how to tackle level creation, just mentally. So that's where we're starting. All right, so you can you can check that out n64josh.com. Of course, we got the Mario project going. If you guys want to get involved with that, head on over to n64josh.com/slash/the Mario project, where you get to submit your stories to me, and I am going to get them up on Amazon as a paperback and a Kindle. We're gonna we're gonna compile. This is this is the first one. And I've been getting a handful of uh, of submissions. My only request, guys, make sure to send me a link to a Google Doc. All right. So that I can uh, I can uh, uh, keep them all in one place. Really easy. All right. So um, other than that, we're just we're going to jump into the content. That's enough. Enough for announcements and everything. We're going to get to the say, content. Who, who so
1: chooses the wilderness over Mario Kart eight, though. I mean, I, you know, it's up, man. I know. I know.
0: I know, but it's our favorite. It's one of our favorite places to be. So, you know, yeah, whatever, whatever. All right. Hey, let's, uh, let's jump on over to the news and then we're going to get to know Casey. So real quick, do you happen to know average Josh in the chat? Cause he keeps talking about a jets hat. So I'm just curious if you, if you know I, him.
1: I do I do know average Josh Okay uh, all right Yeah he's he's an okay guy he he's from the Carolinas so I don't even know what football team I mean I guess the <laughs> Panthers but Well he keeps he
0: keeps uh- <laughs> He, he just, he keeps asking who's the jerk in the jet sat And I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want somebody attacking my guests, but if it's a, if it's a friend <laughs> no, poking fun, okay. then, you know, I totally get it.
1: So, well, he he might not be my friend anymore, but <laughs> he, he's a guy I certainly know.
0: <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Like yeah. I
1: need, like I need any more harassment being a Jets fan, you know, it's like, come on, that's enough punishment as it is.
0: Yeah. The team's never going to win. So
1: you know. Mets, Jets, um, Islanders, I like all the worst teams, man. <laughs>
0: No, it's all good. It's all good, man. <laughs> all right. Well, uh let's talk news real quick. Mario Kart Tour beta. Have, mm. Are you are you Android or iPhone?
1: Uh I'm iPhone, yes. but I I do not have the beta unfortunately. Um Yeah. Was, but I've been hearing some good things about it.
0: Have you? What So what have you heard?
1: Uh, cuz I believe uh, I know um Someone on site, uh, Neil Ronahan, actually he's the owner of Nintendo World Report. He is always about like how Mario Kart has like a terrible single player campaign, you know, like like it's just not fun to sort of go through there. Which it's like I don't completely agree. I mean, I love Mario Kart, so it's like even just going through all the, the races. But um I believe you're saying that there was like a challenge mode or something. Um mm that like sort of resembles like i believe from the ds game right mario kart ds was the one with challenge some sort of challenge mode back in the day um yes that is correct right okay so i know he was saying that there i mean not like fully back but there are challenges in this this mode um or this game so i know he was really excited about those got it got it okay that's cool have you have you gotten the are you in i'm all iphone so i got no
0: uh I got, I got no beta. That's, you know, those, all, all you, all you lucky Android users got to, got mm. to, got to try it, but not me. I need uh, to,
1: yeah, I it, need to get an Android. It was,
0: uh, <laughs> uh, no, you don't. It was, uh, uh <laughs> I'm just kidding. I drink Pepsi and Coke. I don't really care what you use. Oh, so. well, okay,
1: you had me and I drink Pepsi, man. I was like a man after my own heart. And then, then the Coke too. <laughs> I know
0: I'm terrible. I'm terrible. It, uh, so, it's funny because Nintendo had in the little fine print saying, Hey, don't do not share video or screenshots. And it took less than it would take you to complete a lap before there were video and screenshots on the internet. And so, you know, I, I mean, I literally, I woke up really early Wednesday, jumped right onto YouTube and checked out uh, I just want to see the gameplay, right? That was my, my biggest thing with this It's like, yeah, it's cool. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't get to play the beta, but I just really want to see the gameplay, right? That's, that's what I wanted to see. And it looks yeah, like it hold up. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's one hand, it's, it's one handed Mario Kart, right? You're, you're playing with the phone in portrait mode. I think there was a lot of people hoping for landscape and, you know, some gyro controls, things like that. I mean, I can remember back on like the iphone 3 there was a i believe it was a crash cart race like you know crash uh crash team yeah something it was a it was a cart racer on the iphone and it actually was decent it was okay i remember i remember a, a kid showing me like oh i could steer with the phone and i was like well i mean that's kind of cool i probably wouldn't i probably wouldn't play it but it was it was for a cart racer it was like oh that's not too bad so,
1: yeah, I'm not really big into phone game. like like I played Mario Run and like I downloaded uh, Pocket Camp for like three seconds. But mm. I mean, I- I'll definitely play this when it does come out eventually. But I-, I just I personally can't get that excited about a phone game, you know?
0: Yeah, it's one of those things that's kind of nice to just have if you're maybe you don't have your switch with cabin. you. <laughs> you just uh, yeah, the, the cabin. Um <laughs> you know, but maybe you're getting your oil changed or something. you just like real quick, give you, you know, give you something to do if you're, if you're done checking out Twitter or Reddit or whatever. So uh, the it's, it's been so divided on what I've heard. Some people I see are like, oh, this game is going to be so microtransaction heavy that it's not even going to be fun. And then I see other people saying, oh, I think you're going to be able to do just fine. Like we know there is some kind of a stamina system where essentially you have to buy gas if you want to keep racing within the hour. Right. Real life Mario Kart. But uh, but from from what I'm hearing and again, it's all it's all uh, this is all secondhand. So so bear with me is that a lot of people aren't having that much, like it doesn't take that long. It's not like you could race for, for five minutes and then you're going to have to wait an hour for the, to refill. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it seems like it's Is relatively quick. Yeah. And, and it also seems like you, cause I think it's based on hearts and the, the hearts as they, as you use up the heart container or whatever, that's like your, your gas. Uh, you can also, I think you can store extra ones from my understanding. Again, I haven't played, so I'm just trying to piece this stuff together. Um, uh, but overall it seems like a, a relatively positive experience. The one thing, and I saw Game Explain put up video, like I even <laughs> posted I posted it in my Discord. I'm like, guys, are you playing against people? Or are you playing against bots? And everybody's like, well, I think we're playing against bots, but they all have kind of kind of weird names or whatever, you know, like, yeah,
1: like randomly generated. No, no you're yeah. playing with real people. <laughs> yeah,
0: so so still kind of curious on how all of this is going to uh uh, how all of this is going to, to pan out, you know? So, uh, overall it seems like it's a more positive than negative experience, but again, until I can, until I can go hands on and and, and formulate my own opinion, I'm, 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 I'm still fairly optimistic. I'm uh, again, my initial, like I put up an article immediately and it was just kind of like the, the, stamina thing was like oh man i hope that's not going to be like some of the monetization strategy with this game feels a little bit dated you know and i almost wonder if nintendo couldn't with a game like mario kart take almost a like a a more Fortnite approach and just sell
1: skins Mm -hmm. right yeah make a me character and let you you know do whatever you know, but not because uh, I, I am looking at the like on the wiki here, there are quite a few playable characters. Um, I mean, a bunch of baby versions and the Koopa kids, you know, uh, so it right. sort of pads the numbers a little bit, but yeah, I, uh, yeah, it's so frustrating. That's why, like, to me, like, that's why I loved Mario Run's like approach. Like, just I want to give you the ten dollars, like, just give me the game and let me play it. And, like, granted, that game didn't have a ton of content. I mean, unless if you were going for all like the you know multiple coin runs, mm-hmm. um, which you know I I did. I'll admit, like I went through and I I got all the coins and all that, and I actually had a pretty good time uh, with Mario Run, especially for a mobile game. I mean, easily the the game that has uh, kept my attention the most, you know, um, in the mobile sphere. But yeah, I just hate that it's like people were so pissed off, like how could they charge ten dollars, you know? But like they were fine getting nickled and dimed. Um, I don't know. It's just a weird marketplace, you know, like I guess just being a traditional gamer for as long as I can remember, you know, like just I buy the game and I get to play it, you know. Right. Uh, so it's sort of weird to to have to double, triple dip or whatever, you know, for extra little bonuses. Um, and I guess like some other like Fire Emblem and those games sort of have those elements, right, of like that. Well, oh, like you could play just you'll have to wait or you could you know throw a little money and and play more now and i know that those games have been way more beneficial to them than uh mario run was you know financially so i mean it makes sense that they would go with that approach um but it's weird because like you said it's like nintendo is always sort of forefront with the thinking right so like you'd think they'd try instead of conforming to like a a like a. I mean but i guess it's a proven uh, method you know but i would love to see like a more nintendo we approach to how they could monetize this but i don't know what that is you know
0: <laughs> no exactly well and like i said with cost, like if it was if it was cosmetic stuff uh just sell different ver- like paint jobs on the carts right sell different yeah. different racing outfits for the character like put mario in different costumes put bowser in his cat you know, like they, they have such a deep well that they could that they could dig from, whereas like if if somebody wants to spend the money on that, they're they're able to, but they don't just like just like Fortnite. Right. It's it's a yeah. it's a it's a fun game, first and foremost, for some people. I know that's debatable, but but then after that, if you want to. If you want to like change the way it looks or whatever, you, you have that option. And I think that's good. I opened up Even like, oh. F- fire emblem what, when you, when you mentioned it and I've never spent any money on fire. Emblem. I've come close to buying the starter pack, which is only like, it's like, it's like, let me see. It's, uh, it's $4. You get 12 orbs and then some other stuff and, and a special character, which I thought was cool. But I've never, I've never done it. Right now, I'm sitting at 186 orbs in Fire Emblem. Okay. If I was going to purchase 140 orbs, it would cost me $75. Okay.
1: That's a lot of cabbage. <laughs> all, all I do is,
0: is turn this game on once a day, collect the free orbs that they give, and then I, when there's new characters to summon, I, I summon them. And if there ends up being a group of characters that I'm like, oh, you know, at one point I had over 800 orbs. So they give they 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 give this stuff away uh, for free. So
1: it's yeah, they're they're still putting that option out there, but they're not making it so limited that you feel like you need to do it, which is totally, you know, a Nintendo approach. You know, of course, they're going to give you both options Um, and the way you were saying with the gas, if it's similar to that, you know, where you can collect enough where you don't feel pressured, I guess that's really the point of contention, right? Where you feel like you need to spend the money to actually get the enjoyment. You know, if you could play the game and, you know, even if it's, Oh, I can't play for eight hours a day, you know, but I could play for a half hour to an hour here and there throughout the day without spending a dime. You know, I I feel like that's sort of a point where, You could get into it. You you could be excited and not have to spend any money. But again, like you said, if you want to, you know, that sort of has that option for you.
0: Yeah, and the the thing is, is if you think about a mobile game, most people are going to pick it up for between probably five and twenty minutes, typically, (laughs) right? And and I think for I think for those of us that play that way, I don't think we're going to have an issue. And it's not that I'm against mobile like. Of course, there's there's people that put in the work to create a game for us. Like I have no problem uh, Spending throwing th- throwing some money at it, especially if I'm investing a ton of time with Fire Emblem. I don't it's I don't play the game. I like the collecting part of that game and, mm-hmm. and, and that's it. So it, it's not like I felt like I've invested a bunch of time and it's like, man, I've spent I've spent 100 hours playing this game and I've never given them a dime. No, if, if I played it that much, I probably would be more apt to like, Oh, I'll buy that starter pack. And I still may do it, you know, whatever, but I'm not, what's, what's kind of weird is I feel like in a certain way, mobile gaming and, 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 people, you get, you look at like candy crush, things like that, where it was like, there were people like, I, I have a family member who spent over a thousand dollars in one month on candy crush. Jeez and
1: that's crazy <laughs> they,
0: and they didn't realize they just kept oh i want my next turn i want my next turn mm-hmm. you know
1: what <laughs> that is and that's what the developers hoping for right the the quote unquote white whales or whatever they call it you know the, right. the terminology for it um yeah I, I guess that's sort of the yeah 99 cents like whatever that's like less than a cup of coffee who cares you know but then all of a sudden you find yourself smacking that thing 10 times a day (laughs) you know all of a sudden they get you yeah but it's funny how you mentioned fortnite it would sort of be interesting if they did like the the battle pass right if there was like a race ticket or something where it's Mm -hmm. like you know it's three dollars for the month and you you as you play you unlock like you said, maybe some items customization things, but then also are entered into like a global tournament, you know, and and you accumulate points through racing, and then this you know would promote people to continuously play throughout the month, and then maybe you know like I'm assuming the a number of people, let's say you know into the tens and hundred, whatever, thousands of people who get in, maybe the top hundred get like a little. A little name next, you know, or a little something, uh, an icon, you know, oh, a mushroom next to their name to to indicate, hey, they topped in the they placed in the top 100, you know, and then, you know, you could narrow it down to where the top three get, you know, exclusive things for being, you know, that good and doing that well. But it would be an interesting sort of take uh, because I think the battle pass is just such a brilliant way, you know, like I played Fortnite when it came out and uh, I haven't played in a while. And I wasn't even huge into it, but I was like, the Battle Pass just seems like a, a good value. It's like I'm playing this game a lot. It's completely free. And you know what? I What's it? Nine dollars or whatever it is. You know, I don't feel bad doing that. And then I'm going to earn these things. And if I play enough, I'm going to earn enough for the battle. The next Battle Pass, you know, uh, I, I think that's like a really smart approach. And I, I wonder Um, If Nintendo could sort of emulate and riff off that in some way. I I don't think they would, but it would be interesting.
0: Yeah, I just it seems like there are there are more creative ways to go about monetization. I just, you know, I'm just always curious on how how companies end up doing it. Uh, The one thing I think and I don't again, I've never I haven't played this. But if we don't get to race against each other, which I could see that being a thing that doesn't really happen. Maybe it does. I don't know. At the very least, I think I think what we should be racing against is ghosts and people's actual, uh, time chart, like their, their runs, right? Their like, data, yeah. like you're, you're playing against their, their ghost data basically. And so I, I think that could be, that could be pretty cool, but you know, we'll just, we'll see. I, I, I I feel because like it's because it's Mario Kart, I have higher expectations for this mobile game than I would any other mobile game because I'm just such a huge Mario Kart nut. But uh, it's a big brand,
1: man. It's like they can't just poop out any little thing and smack Mario Kart on it because then it's going to tarnish when Mario Kart 9 comes out. And I mean, honestly, if it was a crappy game, I don't think it would really hurt the sales, but it, it hurts the image. You know, it's like you've come to hear Mario Kart and assume quality you know like you know it's going to be a good game and it's going to be fun and it's going to be filled with really great things and if they sort of crap out a night a game that isn't that good it's sort of like well like yeah i don't know it just like you said you sort of just expect more
0: yeah i mean and you know animal crossing has had some has had some issues, right? You've had, you've had a uh, Amiibo festival, which was like, what oh, is this? Good Lord. And then you got, <laughs> and then pocket camp has, has, you know, as time has gone on and then you find out about the development of that game. And it was like, uh, they scrapped the whole thing. And then basically, you know, it was close and to even just going
1: back to happy home designer. Like, while not like a, a horrible game, it just, Again, it's just sort of like okay, this feels like it would should just be part of the base game, you know?
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it, it that means they're not in the process of trying new things. There's still the chance that you can, you can, you can tarnish the brand, right? Like, yeah. And and Amiibo Festival really was just the that was the oddest one, like. Like, what's going on? But you know what? You and know what?
1: Power Tennis, man. The Wii U needed games.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. And the thing that I, I wonder, and this is like, like kind of off topic, but I wonder if Amiibo Festival was like, hey, we have Animal Crossing assets and we're, we're working on a game, but internally somebody had to know about the Switch at this point, right? Like, And so maybe yeah, they're just yeah. kind of like, why don't we just put this off? why are the animal at this late in the, the, we use life cycle animal crossing is not going to move the consoles. We need it to. And so like, let's, let's just, mm-hmm. let's just, let's just put at animal crossings name on follow. something, you know? So, cause the oh, problem with yeah. the other problem with the, we is that you had that animal crossing little like town that you could download and like, go and check your clock. It was like your main menu you know and so it was like that was like oh animal crossing
1: yeah so. oh, the wii u and animal <laughs> crossing man not a good pairing no, <laughs> apparently no
0: but you play wild <laughs> world on it and you could play city folk so
1: yeah yeah that's you know. true that is true <laughs> oh yeah amiibo festival no
0: right yeah so back back to the news here DC Universe Online coming to the Switch this summer. Kind of out of left field. I don't know that that anybody was really expecting this one. And a couple couple of little notes here. It looks like they were being interviewed by CBR.com. I'm not familiar with that site. But uh uh they talking about the Switch it says it's very important to me that our community stay on uh stay the same and up to speed. I don't want the Switch to be to uh, be in a book all to itself. I wanted other communities to benefit from the improvements that we were making and vice versa. Um, and then the creative director S J Mueller also shared the following here. It says, and this is i I'm on NintendoLife.com, guys. I do have a link in the show notes. If you want to check it out, it says it doesn't matter what level you are. Just press the button. And suddenly you're in Gotham where everything's happening on the switch. Fans get to try it again for the first time. So, you know, Kind of, pretty cool, pretty cool. So, uh, Delmonic from chat is saying CBR is a site that covers comic book related news. So there you go, there you go. So yeah, I mean, hey, everybody always says put everything on switch. Here's here's another one. Right? Here's another yeah. one. Is this? Will you will you jump into this?
1: No, um, <laughs> I'm not really a big comic book man myself. So. I mean, this doesn't really move the needle for me, but it's sort of like the Marvel um, Alliance, you know, where it's like, again, not really a game that's up my alley, but I am glad that the Switch is just getting more of these games because I know there are huge fan bases out there that are, you know, stoked for this. Um, You know, I do like Batman. You know, I don't know how much uh, this game revolves. I mean, obviously, into Gotham would be pretty cool environment to check out, but it's like... Again, yeah, it's just personally not my cup of tea, you know, but hey, like I said, just keep giving us quality games and let everyone enjoy it. You know, are are you into this kind of thing? Uh, I am a
0: like a comic book fan. I have been ever since I was a kid. You know, the uh, the thing with an MMO, I just don't know that I would ever have the time like if I'm going to invest that much time into something, it's probably going to be like Mario maker two or something. You know what I mean? Like, like to get into a DC based MMO. Yeah. I'm probably not that excited about it. What I, what, what I think is pretty cool is that the switch now has quite the collection of free to play games for anybody. Like when you get a brand new switch, even without purchasing a single game, You've got Fortnite, Paladins, Soon DC Online. Uh, what the was, Arena of Valor? Is that the one? Arena of Valor yeah, is what it's called.
1: That's there. not there just Defenders or something? Um Warframe right is another one. I honestly I, like one of my uh predictions for E3 this year. I'm thinking like I think Overwatch is gonna be coming. I mean, I know that's not free to play, but It's like another big sort of ticket game um, like that, I think, is going to come as well. Just because it's... People are realizing the Switch is selling like hotcakes, you know? It's like, just get your games on there, and it just makes sense, you know? And then especially for the people who have already fallen into these games on other platforms and want to play on the go. It just gives you more options, you know?
0: My Literally, E3 would be... Like, it would be game over for me if, if Overwatch showed up and then if, if Xbox puts any version of Halo onto the Switch,
1: <laughs> I would be, I, it would be it. I don't, you, I don't know. I, that would the, be insane. It's like, does Microsoft have the cones, you know what I mean? Cause like, I could see them sort of doing like a retro, a uh, rare re- replay, you know, where it's like. right it sort of already has roots with nintendo right you know with banjo kazooie and those kind of things it's like but man would they would they put the behemoth on there i mean cuphead was like pretty surprising you know um Mm -hmm. i I mean i've i mean i don't want to say i've never played a halo game i've never like played it like a prop like i've played multiplayer halo Mm -hmm. um i would be in i would be down to check out because i know the people really dig the the campaign mode um like I would love to check that out, dude. That I, would, I
0: dig all. That would of it, be man. The, the
1: news of E three right there. That's how you make a big splash for Nintendo and Microsoft, man. It, and, I I can't even imagine. I mean, it would, it,
0: it would. I I feel like it would be such a huge win. Now I'm super biased, right? But I feel like, <laughs> I feel like if, you know, and obviously like the the absolute pipe dream would be. Uh, would be the Master Chief Collection, Halo one through four, right? Like it, it would, yeah. Uh,
1: well, that'd be one way to get everyone to talk about everyone but Sony. You know, I mean, I know <laughs> Sony's not going to be at an E three anyway, but like, I bet you Microsoft and Nintendo would just be like perfect. You know, like <laughs> oh. especially Microsoft.
0: Yeah, yeah. uh You brought up real quick. You brought up Marvel Ultimate Alliance three, and I there was a video released today. I don't have it in the notes here, guys, but I did see uh, Nintendo tweeted it out. And I think Marvel tweeted it out showcasing the X-Men, right? Which showcased quite a bit of gameplay, which we hadn't seen a lot of, as far as I know, I think, I think there was a boss fight that was released this week that showed venom. And I think it was shocker or electro. I can't remember which, uh, and I only briefly saw it, but, uh, the gameplay looks like the classic, uh, Ultimate Alliance games that were on the 360 and the PlayStation three. I'm I'm all in on this one now, like I am I am <laughs> all in because it's it's one of those games that like unlike an MMO where you're going to have to invest tons of time, level up that kind of stuff. This is like a, like, you know, you're you're kind of just your standard uh Almost like in a way, it's almost more like a Western RPG in a sense. Like there's there's a light leveling system. At least that's how the other games were. And I hope that mm-hmm. all continues on where it's like um, you can you can increase your attacks, things like that. Like it just gives you good reason to keep going through uh, through the game. But there was also tons of costumes to unlock in the last uh, in the in the in the last game. So there's nice little motivator. Yeah, there's a eh. there's a ton of potential.
1: And the the art style is really great. It's like, like I said, I might not be a big, you know, comic book fan, but like watching the video and seeing the gameplay, it's like I I really do dig the art style. And like you said, that's one where those costumes are just like, just got to keep playing. Like, I need to get that, you know? Well, and the the thing is, like the the other
0: games, there was a ton of characters, but graphically, they weren't the 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 most beautiful games to, to look at. And mm-hmm. I like what they're doing with this one. It has a little more cartoon feel to it, but I think it's very appropriate, especially for the switch and handheld, because if you, if, if anybody is familiar with the other games, the, the characters on screen would actually be very small. And I, I have a feeling it would actually kind of be a tough game to play. Like think Diablo, but even with smaller characters, and so I don't know if you I don't know if you played Diablo on Switch, but uh, yeah, yeah. It, it it played well and it, it 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 looked decent. But I think the the brighter colors and the the more cartoony look, like Saturday morning cartoony look, I think is a mm-hmm. I, I think especially for handled is a great choice with this. And, uh, I'm, and I'm and
1: it looks like each character sort of has like an outline. It sort of reminds me of like Smash Bros for 3ds, right, where yes. it had that sort of line just to sort of hey. The character is small, but you've sort of had that outline to keep your eye sort of when all the action sort of going haywire, you know, and obviously this game looks like there's going to be quite a bit of action going on in the screen at any given point. So um, I I definitely agree. And like you said, it's a it's a comic book game, right? Mm. So like to have a more cartoony feel, almost it feels natural, you know, it seems like a good fit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There was a grittiness to the other one that I did appreciate and 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 I liked. This one has a little more shine to it, you know, like they look a little shiny. But I mean, I, I, I think overall, it's gonna, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So uh, I think it's gonna be good. I think it's gonna be good. Well, hey, let's get to the uh, let's get to the second part here and get to uh, get to know Casey a little bit. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So Casey, first, tell us a little bit about your your podcast and that history right there.
1: Sure. Uh, well, I am a co-host on the Talk Nintendo podcast, um, a weekly podcast that has been going on now for two and a half, pushing three years. And, um, it's funny because it's, I've, I've been a Nintendo fan forever, right? You know, from the original NES and Super Nintendo, you know, my brother and my dad playing it and me sort of, you know, playing it through them and then eventually being old enough to actually play through. And, uh, you know, up through pretty much my whole life, has always been a part of it. And um I started it's actually funny, the I had a little bit of a lull um during my college years, and then the PS4 came out, and surprisingly enough, that is uh what sort of re- re-sparked my interest in Nintendo, strangely enough. Uh, I started listening to podcasts, um, and then I found, you know, Nintendo-related podcasts and you know, back back into that and it was always something like i wanted to start a podcast but it's like i didn't know anyone else like that would be nerdy enough that would like just be like yeah let's do a weekly nintendo podcast so um through a uh through nintendo world report it was a game night and i met perry uh my co-host and we were playing splatoon and then you know like hey this is fun like you want to play again and you know we started connected through twitter and became friends and then we played through the entirety of triforce heroes which is an amazing game um in the right element like i know it's it's really not a great game to play solo but um we played through all the challenges uh online like super fun like one of my most fun like multiplayer experiences and uh at the end of it like i was just like hey man like would you ever want to do a podcast or something and he's like yes and like a week later like. We were doing a podcast and, um, we've been doing it ever since. So, um, one of, yeah, one of the more proud things is like, we've never missed a week. We've actually put out more, you know, there's been weeks when we put out more than one podcast. Like when we go to PAX, uh, would be, you know, we sort of do like a a roundup of each day kind of podcast. Mm. Um, but the general show is like, we come in, we talk about what we've been playing for give or take an hour. Then we go over, well, in the beginning, we went over every eShop release of the week. Um, which during the Wii U days, that was you know we'd be like, all right, two games for the Wii U, Woo. <laughs> one man, game every other week, week. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we you know the 3DS, and then we you know it, we'd pretty much be like, man, we give us some games to talk about. Um, and then the Switch came out, and we're like, good lord, man. Um, the one week we missed, uh, it was actually packs, and then so the following week we're like, well, we'll, we'll just go through last week's too. Mistake. It was like 70 games. Um, and that sort of sparked our um, reimagining of it. We call it the new e-shot Roundup LL now. Uh, because, yeah, now it's we just essentially go through and pick uh, a game that looks most appealing to us instead of going through all of them. Um, and then, yeah, we go through some news. And then usually there's a topic of the show, which could be listener mail, uh, could be a developer dive, uh, going back and looking at a random peripheral through Nintendo's history. So that's sort of. Uh, mix and match, and and sort of different each week. But yeah, it's usually about two hours, give or take. Um, you know, sometimes a little shorter, sometimes a little longer. And uh, it's every week, and yeah, we have a blast. And I mean, I I love podcasting and talking about Nintendo, so it's you know something uh, we really enjoy doing.
0: That's great. That's great. And you guys are part of another like like Nintendo World Report or something like that. Like, what well, I'm not real familiar with that site, so maybe you can you can.
1: Tell us yeah, about it. Uh, so Nintendo World Report um is more, you know, a quote unquote more standard right media outlet for Nintendo where, you know, reviews, previews and stuff. Um and it's funny, we we were friends with them and we asked they were like, hey, like, would you host our podcast? And they're like, yeah, like of course, no problem. Um and then I guess about um six months later or so I, I could be wrong on the timetable, but essentially they were like, hey, like if you you want to join the staff, like, you know. By all means. And uh, that was right before the Switch uh, launch, actually. Hmm. So we're like, yeah, let's do it, man. Uh, like, that sounds great. Um, and so, you know, uh, we do reviews through there. We do video reviews. And um, Nintendo World Report just had its 20th anniversary. So it's been around for forever. It used to be Planet GameCube, uh, wow. Planet N2000. Like, So it, it's been around a few different iterations but it's been nintendo world report for a while now but yeah that's more of our you know we we do reviews and and more general uh, media content or in that sense you know um but which is great because then it's like i love doing reviews as well so it's like the podcast is great because i get to talk about games we've been playing and then through through the website get to do more written and video reviews and stuff so uh it's pretty cool
0: I like it, man. That's very cool. Very cool. So nin- Nintendo Yep. All right. Yep. I'll make sure to get in the notes too. So that's cool. yeah, super cool. So let's, let's step back. Let's step back a little bit. Let's get in a little, get in the time machine here. Alrighty. <laughs> what, like, what's your history with Nintendo? Where to start? What console?
1: Um, the, My earliest memories, um, I mean, we had an NES and I remember playing that. But like to me, what I think sparked my love of Nintendo was the Super Nintendo. um, Fittingly enough on your T-shirt there, Uh, my brother got uh, a link to the past for his birthday. And I remember uh, he had a bunch of friends like sleeping over, playing it. And I was just like, this game's incredible, you know, and uh, like just that's a game every couple of years like i bust out and it's like i just got to play through it even if i don't play all the way through just a little bit it's just it's such a magical game right you know the dark world That oh so good and um you know that sort of was my my the beginnings uh but it was also really great for n64 because um it was my brother's five years older than i am Mm. and we had a neighbor my my direct next door neighbor and they had uh two boys one year older than me and then one year younger than my brother so all four of us would always play games together and that was n64 right so it was like yes it was literally perfect you know like gauntlet legends like we played the living crud out of that game you know um like so many like obviously bond you know uh golden eye mario kart like all these games um you know, so it, it just sort of, it was like, I'm in on Super Nintendo. Then it was like, oh my God, N64, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then it just, the train just kept going, you know?
0: <laughs> so did you play a lot of Luigi then, being the younger brother?
1: Oh yeah, yep, I was a Luigi man, unfortunately. <laughs> but And it's funny, it's like when, <laughs> when like my brother sort of fell out of gaming and like, I'd be like, well now I'm, duh. And then I like stopped to think about it, I was like, like, why do I want to be Mario? Like, what, what's what's so special about that guy? You know what I mean? Now, now it's, you know, a Mario card. So he's shy guy. Oh, actually, yeah. Gotcha. I got all oh. sorts of shy guy. OK. Loving over here. Nice. I love that little guy.
0: That's cool. That's <laughs> cool. So the uh, what would you say is your favorite console then?
1: Oh, man. Yeah. So this is. I feel like it's probably bounced around a whole bunch all over the years, you know, like depending when you ask me, right? Yep. Um, It's tough. It is definitely tough, but I think the DS is my favorite. And and like, I mean, if you want to be like the cheapo answer, well, the 3DS can play all my DS games. But I, I think the DS was sort of that time in my life when like... It's like, I've gone from just loving Nintendo to like, I'm following E3. I'm on like the insider forums on like the official Nintendo. Like I am <laughs> knee deep in these this Nintendo goodness, right? Yeah. And that was also around the time when I first got a job. Uh, I was a caddy. And what the best thing about being a caddy was they paid you in straight cash. So it was just like, all right, like. Made my fifty dollars like better go over to GameStop and pick up a game. You know, it's like so I have a stupid <laughs> amount of DS games, like the most ludicrous games. Like, like why would you buy that? But it was just like that that time of my life where I was like, no, I can, I can, and I will buy any game possible because it's just like I remember um the Insider forms they were giving away like I guess it was a, sort of like a beta right almost was, they were giving away uh, Nintendo dogs. To like select users, okay. I I wanted it so bad. I remember like (laughs) I was like I need this like check in all the time, and I didn't get it. I was so upset. Oh no! Um, But yeah, I I bought that game like the second it came out too.
0: (laughs) You know, it's funny you say DS because that is a system that like uh, that my boys grew up with, right? Like they were they were really young. I actually have I think I've talked about I have video of my son. Getting the the DSI XL, and he is so overwhelmed by emotion he just starts crying. <laughs> like he is, he is, I would so, That's
1: a great system. <laughs> he's so excited,
0: right? And so, but like clubhouse games, that was played so much. The bowling in that game, the you know, you had like like chess and checkers, and there was just so many little mini games. I, I wish that like, that's a, that it was a series that needed a sequel on the, uh, on the three DS, you know, there was, there, there was just, we mm-hmm. played so much Mario Kart And I mean, remember uh, when the new super Mario brothers first, like, it was like a 2d <laughs> Mario is back, you know, like I remember I was so, so into Xbox achievements and everything and new super, and I can't put my DS down. Like I could not stop playing, uh,
1: New Super Mario, Mario Kart DS two was so good, yeah, and, and and that was like, and that was what started like, oh, Wi Fi, like you play online, like, so like I was like, again, I was like, well, I got to buy a router, you know what I mean, a wireless router and stuff. So I'm like learning all that, and and it's sort of funny to be like, Nintendo got me on Wi Fi before it was just like a common thing that everyone uses, you know? Um, Yeah, they sold that little stick or whatever that you yeah, can- <laughs> yeah, the dongle, yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, oh, I gotta get one of those. I wanna that needs to be so in my collection. Good.
1: So good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so you you maybe you touched on it, but favorite favorite games or series?
1: Well, I mean it's it's got I mean, Zelda, right? Everyone, you know, Zelda is my bread and butter for sure. Um it's like I love Mario to death, you know, I love obviously the big staples, um, but Zelda has always been like My true love of where it's like uh, Majora's Mask, you know, like, like, unbelievable game, you know, like, obviously, Ocarina of Time, like, all the game, even like, uh, I replayed through Twilight Princess when it came out on Wii U, that, you know, the remaster or the HD version was like, just so good, you know, like, they don't, I try Forest Heroes, man, like, unbelievable. Uh, (laughs) but, um, other games, it's like, I used to, Fire Emblem was like a really big game for me, um, up until sort of recently, I think I've had a little bit of a burnout with it. Like, I, I had that on Game Boy Advance and, and played all the games throughout. But uh, right now, Xenoblade is definitely skyrocketing up the uh, the charts for me. Yes. Uh, Xenoblade 2 is my favorite Switch game. Like, beats out Zelda, man. Like, Xenoblade 2 is so good. Don't forget
0: um, me. <laughs> By the power of friendship.
1: Uh, did, yeah. Did, did any of that so drive good. you crazy? The... <laughs> Oh that nah I mean <laughs> that, oh I'm sort of used to it yeah it's raw in time you know like all the screaming and chanting I actually just I, I just played through Lapis X Labyrinth for uh for review for um, Nintendo World Report and yeah like every attack is just like yeah 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 like crazy screaming and it's just like I feel like most people like this would bother but like I I don't know I guess I just tune it out um I got you But yeah, I guess at the end of the day, it's got to be Zelda, you know? And I know that's probably a lot of people's answer, but it's just so good. Yeah.
0: No, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. What, if you could, and you got a couple, but if you could narrow it down, what's one of your favorite Nintendo memories?
1: Whew. Okay. That's a tough one.
0: Um, so think it could be it could be maybe a, a Christmas gift. It could be maybe the t- time you and your your brother and your your two buddies were playing GoldenEye till the wee hours of the morning, whatever the case may be like. So, you know, hmm.
1: OK, because I can think of a couple that like random little bits that stand out in my mind, one with Gauntlet Legends. This isn't my favorite, but I remember staying home sick from school um, and just literally playing it all day. And then that was. The first, my brother was like, You got to come check out this TV show. It's like little cartoon characters cursing. And that was the first time I ever saw an episode of South Park. Um, <laughs> but I think uh, there are probably two, two, two moments, and they're both Christmas related. Uh, the first was N64. Uh, it's like all we wanted, right? We wanted it so bad. And this would have been so it came out in September. It wasn't that first Christmas it would be the following christmas gotcha. so it already been out for a year and change um and we you know like we were banking on it like we need this right but my mom's going to get it for us um and like we open every gift and no n64 oh, you know no. and i remember like like what a turd you know like it just had a christmas like but, you know, I'm sure we had got tons of great gifts, like a wonderful Christmas. And I just remember sitting on the couch, like sulking, you know, like a little spoiled brat, you know, <laughs> and my mom was like and me and my brother, just like you could tell we were bummed. You know, And my mom was like. She's like, you guys suck. And she went and she was like, she went and pulled another box out of the room and she was like, I was going to say, look what I found, like later on that day. And sure enough, it was N64. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, we were like, Yes. And it's funny because in, in that, in my old house, we had like the TV upstairs and then like we all hung out in the basement, like a finished basement. And uh, that TV didn't have the AV plugs. I only had sort of the through the cable connector. I forget exactly what you call it. Like you plug in through the cable. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah the RF. And yeah. So like N64 didn't come with that. So we had to play upstairs and that's where my parents hung out. Um, and that was like one of the few times I could remember my mom playing games with us and like playing uh mario kart um and like raced around and and she loved Moo Moo meadows that was her favorite one with the cows um and then also with the gamecube uh when that was shown off pikmin just like sealed it for me i was like pikmin looks like the greatest game ever like this was Mm. i was like i need to play this and i guess again it was sort of at that time where my my mom's like it's not happening you know and I was still dumb enough to believe it because my mom's a saint, you know, pretty much she (laughs) never like Christmases were always bumping. My mom made sure of it, you know? And, um, but I was convinced, like I'm not getting GameCube this year. And I was like, I've resigned my fate to a game boy advance. You know, I was like, it's a good second, you know, like I game boy advance. Okay. We can roll with this. Um, so like, sure enough, you know, Christmas morning, we get to the last gift and it's like me and my brother, like these must be the game boys, you know, like, and we opened it up, and it's the GameCube, and it was like, oh my god, you know, and <laughs> freaking Pikmin, and then and then I remember like, I I must have gotten a gift card from someone else, and like picked up Melee the next day at the mall, you know, and it's just yeah. like, again, I remember just playing Melee for so long. Oh, those challenges too, the event matches. Oh, yeah, those those are probably the two that sort of stick out the most. Um, yeah, like I said, my mom, I love her to death. You know, she she always always made sure Christmas was good. I love it, man. That's great. That's great. So here's a fun
0: question. What is a Nintendo game that you haven't played or haven't completed that we're all going to judge you for? Ooh.
1: All right. Let me think. Hmm. Hmm. One that I haven't played. And, and this is probably, I'm trying to think, I mean, for a while it was Mario 64. Ironically enough, I never had that on N64. And so the Same. first time I actually played through that game was on the DS. Um,
0: I didn't beat it till last year.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'm trying to think what's a good um, example. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a Zelda
0: game or a Mario oh, game. No. Yeah. You know, like you like I, we had somebody on here uh, that had that loved RPGs but hadn't played uh, like Chrono Trigger.
1: Oh right. I, well. I'm a big RPG fan, too. I played Chrono Trigger on the DS not too long ago. Um, I, I mean, I guess at this point it was probably like two years ago. And it was one of those, like, I always kept trying to play. Um, and, like, it just didn't click. And I was like, I don't know, I don't get why everyone says it's the greatest game ever. And then the one time it, it finally clicked. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. Um, go. I guess one uh, sort of staying on the, the RPG uh, train that I am a little ashamed of never, never seeing through and Honestly, like never even really getting all that far in would be final fantasy three, uh, for super Nintendo or six with their weird naming conventions. Right. right, um, right. And the, cause like arguably, uh, people will tell you that's the the best in the series. Um, and yeah, it's just, again, it's one of those, like I started it up on my, uh, super Nintendo classic, uh, not too long ago. And like, just something else came up and i was like ah i wish they would release that for switch man just give us everything on the switch It'd just be so much easier <laughs> right um, i'm trying to rack my brain to see if there's any better examples than final fantasy 3 but you've, you've put me on the spot and now yeah. also, you know what's gonna happen the second we we hang up we're done with like i'm the like, oh the most obvious one of all time you know
0: right right you've never played mario kart or something
1: i guess uh <laughs> I never played Mario Kart Wii oh that was that was a game and then again a series that it's like I've played every single Mario Kart um but yeah the Wii was sort of my my weird time of not playing like because I started college um in August 07 okay so it was like I got the Wii on launch day I was super into it and then just for whatever reason I get you know college and whatever because uh, that was sort of with twilight princess uh no skyward sword i remember buying it and like playing it and like just not like like sort of letting it go to the wayside and i was just like what are you doing it's like this is a <laughs> zelda game dude like no you're not letting this fall to the wayside like fuck <laughs> up and like uh so there, there's definitely some some wii games i haven't played um about galaxy like, yeah I, I went through the galaxy games okay. um I, I i mean uh metroid uh other m i haven't played that but f- people probably wouldn't judge me for that <laughs> I, I know that's sort of no, uh,
0: some people will judge you for mixed, playing it so
1: mi- yeah yeah mixed reviews um yeah but yeah i mean i guess you know mario kart we would be sort of a, a big one but like you sort of get to play the l- levels in other iterations right. of it so it's like yeah and like i don't need to steer with the Wii wheel you know
0: (laughs) no i get it i get it i'm using tilt controls (laughs) i i feel like we're not able to really judge you all that much like you've
1: uh yeah i've hit them all yeah unjudgeable yeah
0: Yeah. uh metroid prime you've played all those
1: uh i guess i've probably never beaten three but honestly my i need to go back i Prime is such a weird like I played through the first two. I know for sure. Mm. The third one I have and I don't think I beat it, but like the whole my whole memory is phase like fuzzy on that. I would love to replay and with four coming up and hopefully the trilogy being released on the switch at some point with
0: no motion um, controls,
1: please. Yeah, I could Mm. see that being something this E3, especially since obviously Prime's going to be pushed to 2020, right? Like, I, there's no way that game's coming out this year. Uh, or I don't even think. I'm, I think 2020 is a little optimistic,
0: <laughs> even. So we'll see. Oh,
1: well, we got uh, plumber says we could just judge you for my Jets hat. At oh, the of course. The game, so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> of course. Of course. You got to, anytime football's involved, watch out. Watch well, out.
1: Like I said, at least the Giants are just taking the, the mantle <laughs> as the crappy New York team. So <laughs> they're setting the bar real low. So we're, we're over that, you know feel like we got that going for us all right man well hey
0: thank you for taking the time man it's been it's been fun
1: no thank you for having me this uh a a pleasure man and like anytime if you ever want to come on the show you feel like bs and nintendo for two hours yeah (laughs) we'd love to have you for sure for sure
0: well let's wrap this thing up here so casey tell us all the places we can find you.
1: Alrighty. You can find, uh, myself on Twitter at case underscore jets, just like the hat. Um, then you could also find uh, more importantly, I should say you should find talk Nintendo podcast, uh, on Twitter at talk Nintendo pod. Uh, it's talk Nintendo POD. Um, we're on like Instagram too, as talk Nintendo podcast, we just started that up, but pretty much, uh, any, anywhere is going to be for talk. Nintendo is going to be best through Twitter and then on YouTube at Nintendo World Report TV, uh, we post every episode up there. So if you prefer to listen on YouTube, where I'm there, as well as uh, video reviews we're doing and other stuff, uh, that pretty much anything video wise is going to be on Nintendo World Report TV. So, um, and then of course, if you want to read like some weirdo, uh, now uh, the written reviews go up <laughs> at uh, NintendoWorldReport.com. Cool cool
0: awesome yeah guys make sure to go make sure to go check that the podcast is everywhere right itunes google play spotify that kind of stuff
1: um yeah i i don't know if it's on spotify i think we were trying i I feel like i never heard back from them but yeah like ipod uh like itunes and and google play and stuff it's all up there um like i said on nintendo world report there's direct link and uh youtube uh it's up there as well so uh, it's pretty easy to find
0: gotcha get get that thing on spotify it'll increase your downloads significantly
1: yeah, I know, that's that's the, the holy grail, so... Yeah,
0: you, you only have to have five episodes, they're pretty easy to deal with now, so if it was a while ago, it's much easier now, so. Okay,
1: yeah, I'm gonna have to redo that, yeah, yeah, I think it was a while back when it was a little... I don't know if they were more selective or, or what their deal was, but... Um, yes. So Spotify soon. <laughs> yeah. Even uh, Captain Grisman in
0: chat is like, yeah, Spotify. <laughs> you know. So, so there you go. Cool. Well, guys, you can follow me all the places at n64josh. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. You know, you know, YouTube, Twitch. It's all. It's all n64josh. And uh, if you want to follow this show, it's at nPowercast. Guys, there is a new podcast in the works. There's going to be a lot of work happening this weekend while I'm out of town, uh, writing some scripts and things like that for the Super Mario Maker podcast. Uh, hoping the first episode or two will be out, uh, hopefully by Monday. We'll see. We'll see. But it, uh, it it's just going to be kind of a soft launch, and then we'll uh, we'll get it rock and roll once I hit five episodes. So, uh, But coming soon. All right, if you want to find the show notes for this episode to be able to Check out where you can find Casey or any of his stuff. It's going to be n64josh.com slash NPC210. If you want to email the show, it's NPC at n64josh.com. I'm going to get you that free book from Audible. com slash NPC. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week. Bye now.